Hello, I'm Alex Mansfield, the host of Manny Talk Shooting, and welcome to another episode. This is the shooting podcast where I talk to individuals all across the shooting industry. We'll talk competition, self-defense, concealed carry. If you like this content, check out our YouTube channel, Manny Talk Shooting. And without further ado, let's get to this episode. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Manny Talk Shooting, the shooting podcast that talks about competitive shooting and whatever I want to talk about because it's at the internet. So deal with it, people. Anyways, let's talk about the title sponsor, the best, the less suckiest and less slow. It's go fast, don't suck. So go check out Bill. Go get some dry fire targets, a banner for your match, because I know you all need banners and Bill's like super affordable. Like top quality banners for reasonable prices. Don't go to Vistaprint, guys. I think it's you guys, you know, you tempt it, but don't. Just go see Go Fast, No Suck. It's going to hook you up with a great price. Tell them Manny sent you, and it might be even better. I don't know. I can't make any promises. So, anyway, gofastdon'tsuck.net and uh, move on with your day. Without further ado, let's get to today's guest. Today's guest is Mr. Chase Rains. How you doing, Chase? I'm pretty good, brother. How are you? Doing fantastic. If anyone cares, it's early December, and this is episode 80. Y'all suck it that you said we didn't get to 10 or anything. We're at 80 now, bitches. <laughs> no, but anybody, uh, Chase, thanks for coming on, brother. It's been a, We've been talking about this one for a while, and it's going to be fun. Oh, for sure. I'm excited. I know it's been about a year we've been trying to link up. Yeah, but, you know, when we're always busy, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. So got to keep rolling for with sure. the punches. For sure. So for people who don't know you on the internet, who is Chase Rains, and how did you get into shooting? Uh, so... I mean, uh, I started in three gun four years ago. Didn't really know what the hell I was doing. Just kind of played around in it. Hit a few local matches when I was in Odessa, Midland area. And then one weekend, saw the USPSA. So we decided to try it out. Me and my shooting buddy before he became a fisherman. Um, <laughs> so we hit the USPSA and I ended up trying out both for a little while and then realized I can sell my shotgun rifle and just buy quality USPSA guns and focus on one mm -hmm. yeah it's it's that that never-ending money pit of three gun it's like eh because then you need six guns a bunch of ammo and it's like eh, screw it it's a nightmare to travel with all that gear <laughs> yeah I just think that the what the even if you tried to fly like flying I don't know how three gunners fly you just they just learn to have to drive right <laughs> yeah you just gotta drive at that point <laughs> I mean, I mean, but... uh, impossible to get all of it over yeah, so you're buying match ammo or buying it at a local gun store. So it's uh... yeah. But I mean, you you're, you're used to driving though. Like you'd go to matches. What? What was the longest haul you've ever done in a car for a match? Uh, twenty two hours. Not straight. I'm hoping, right? Yep, straight. <laughs> By yourself? By myself, yeah. You crazy motherfucker. <laughs> Let me guess. Yeah, so... last year nationals, I did uh, nineteen hours each way, just back-to-back nats <laughs> yeah it's unfortunate especially since you lost your uh your driving buddy yeah he's probably yeah. safer that way yeah <laughs> that's true so did you when you two rode together who would who'd be driving most of the time i'd always drive i have trust issues so no <laughs> so he's just there to keep you awake right pretty much well that's fair enough then that's okay though but I you're in your truck though, so it worked out. Yeah. Or is it, you know, company trucks, you know, everything, right? Just tax right off for good. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, so you're you've been shooting. Are, are you open officially all the time now? Yeah, fully yeah. open now. Yeah, because screw iron sights, right? I miss a man, I won't lie, but yeah, open's definitely where the fun is. So hard yeah. to say no. Yeah, they're always just calling you a sandbagger from the beginning, though, right? Is that how this works? what i felt like because <laughs> what you were in what b class limited forever and then what yeah a? i don't I never shoot classifiers locals or anything like that you know local matches just the five stages and just always stayed in b even though i top 10 in area match i would still somehow not bump up right not enough gms or something or they didn't do their job and percentages were rough yeah, yeah that's that's no bueno but it was you, fun when it lasted, but it's fun to be in the higher competition. I actually have to focus. Yeah, instead of being this guy just coming up from nowhere and be like, oh, no, you know, because they all expect everyone, everyone's like, GM's up here, master class down here. And then there's Chase, like, in the middle of all that. Yeah, I remember the first, uh, what was it, the Go Fast, Don't Suck match. I ended mm -hmm. up taking third overall limited. <laughs> As a B-class guy? Yeah, but dude, it gave me a good one on that. Yeah. But have you taken any formal training for competitive shooting? I did in my first two years. Um, then I took a JJ class and a max class. 
just to help refine last year. Oh, nice. How uh, big takeaways from that? You know, there was, it was good to take away little uh, bits of each guy. Mm -hmm. You know, JJ has a different shooting style versus Max. And of course, I'm not JJ, so I can't move as fast as he can. Um, so, you know, I was able to, he taught me a lot on control. Had a real bad habit of just sending every far target at a 10 split. So oh, he yeah. helped me with that. Max helped me more be efficient movement. So definitely took my, made my own style out of those two guys' teachings. Well, that's good. I think that that's important too, because if you if you can't interpret them and then put it in your own words or your own style, it doesn't work. Because not everyone's not everyone's JJ or Max, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, shit. If everybody's JJ and Max, would be everyone would be a world champion, right? For sure. So yeah, so that's cool. So other than that, you're self taught and you've been slaying ever since, right? Been trying, man. Trying. <laughs> I feel like I've been making some good moves. So yeah. Are you? uh you're shooting 38 super comp still, right? Correct. Yep. That's good. Be fancy. Use that Ely ammo, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. One and only. Yeah. Got, see, you don't have to reload it all. Do you even have reloading equipment? I have a 1050. Yep. That just is collecting dust with 40 dies on it. Yep. <laughs> so if You're anyone wants a, so if anyone wants a 1050 with 40 dies, uh, Chase is here. <laughs> That's right. Or I'll make you some ammo. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> send me your apartments and i'll make it that's right so, so um what were some of the first so you said you started shooting four years ago in three guns what were your first like uspsa majors oh so we had one down in new mexico it's called the high desert classic mm -hmm. it's a level two in albuquerque that was probably my first major i would say um very it was a very hard match it was kind of a it reflected area three. It had a lot of gimmicky shit too, but it was fun. Like it, you know, you'd hold a couple of footballs on cables and it would open ports or you, it'd be a windmill with like eight no shoots and five targets and it would just spin. I mean, it was, I didn't know any better exactly how the sport works. So I thought that was the, I thought that's how it was. So after that match, I think, um, other major had probably been like area four. Mm -hmm. Then I realized that it's more of a technical, not gimmicky sport. <laughs> so have you always shot area four in Tulsa then? Uh, I shot it in Houston four years ago. Okay. So it would have been Houston and then it's been in Tulsa ever since. Correct. Yep. Okay. That's not too bad. And we though. also had like the Henry cup and we had the Texas state open in Houston for a while there. And then did, got shut down. Yeah. What area 51, 59, 59, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they had some issue with the city not zoning or something like that, and they ended up just shutting it down. So, yeah, that's that's unfortunate, but hey, I mean, that's what happens a lot of these ranges too, right? They get these residential areas put around them, and then you're SOL. Yep, so it snuffs you out. I mean, like, I mean, you've been to Brook, you've been to Area Five at Brooklyn, right? It's right behind a yep. fucking school, like exactly. <laughs> Can't like... shoot this side of burn with steel because. <laughs> well yeah that's the other way but it's like we got the yeah. school over here to protect us no one's gonna come near us yeah that's it's, yeah so you it's gotta like, kind of make it work where you got i mean yeah i it's getting tough yeah i and that's what i'm afraid of with all the developments and all these ranges like there's a a couple of ranges in the dallas area that got shut down because of they lost the the easement to get to the range because yep. of and it's like what are you gonna do right the guy, the, the landowner loses money, so then he sells to the development. Be like, well, there you go, you got what you Sorry. wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You, you might... go the times though, sadly. Yeah, but yeah, you might benefit from that being in construction. Be like, all right, bulldoze it. <laughs> yeah, I'd fight for the range though, man. <laughs> yeah. Double now, edged you... there. Now you would are you a general contractor or what? So I used to be a general contractor. Now I'm a subcontractor. Oh, okay. See, you, you work for yourself. Eating all the kittens. <laughs> right. So, so what's your preferred trade then? Um, drywall. Yeah. Yeah. Hang texture, all that good stuff. So you, you don't do a smooth wall. You always do texture, right? Is that the, is that the rule? Well, now people are starting to like the smooth walls, man. That's a lot it's of labor though. That. It's a ton of labor kind of, it's expensive, but the ones that can afford it, they want it. Mm -hmm. It's usually in these nicer homes that we build that are, you know, a couple million dollars. They want that level five finish and it's a pain in the butt, but 
they pay we play so right i mean yeah because i remember tim my buddy tim heron telling me about how he's like i'm gonna do smooth walls on my drywall and he's like i'm never gonna do that again <laughs> no it's a nightmare it takes the right guy to do it for sure yeah that's cool so if i need you i'm gonna tell you to come up here and do my drywall <laughs> he'll might kill you a little bit <laughs> and i'll fly your ass out it's cheaper that way <laughs> there you go. yeah so that's kind of cool now is that taking up a lot of your time or are you still able to train a lot? Um, man, I work 12 to 15 hours a day, Monday through Friday. So, uh, training, I'll be honest with you, training hasn't happened this year. I've yeah. had one live fire session in this whole season. You've shot maybe what, like a handful of locals? Uh, locals is where I take my training too. So I try to hit as many as I can a couple of months. Yeah. So. But, uh, Odessa's not your home range anymore, is it? No, I'm in Lubbock, which is about two hours north. Oh, okay. Still claim, you know, team modeling and everything. Yeah, I mean, you're two hour. It's in Texas, right? So it's like doesn't matter. It's either two. You're still in Texas, right? And it's close enough. I still go over there and shoot with, you know, shoot the locals they have. Right. So since you drove to nationals, how how many hours are you in Texas for that drive? Oh man, it's ridiculous. Like, so it's an eighteen hour drive. And for 11 of those hours, you're just crossing Texas. Mm-hmm. And then in that last seven, you're crossing three states. Yeah, it's crazy how far. Because we're up on the very panhandle corner, so it's just the straight all the way across. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> but, hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Now, how many Buckies do you stop at on the way there? Oh, I always have to hit a Buckies, man. That's, yeah. That's so, the law. <laughs> I mean, it is. Now, preferred flavor of beaver nuggets is what? Hmm. Probably just the original for me. Yeah. I'm a simple dude. <laughs> you just grab a whole box, a whole basket full, and move on out. You don't want it. Yeah, that's pretty. I would. I'm. I need a Bucky's up here. Closest yeah, one we got is like Tennessee. Just funny. Yeah. I was. I was with. Uh, I think JJ was headed with us, and Marco and all of us. We had that class, and we're headed to Houston. And of course, Jay did took the traditional Asian photo in front of the Bucky. <laughs> killed me, man. I'm like, what is a Bucky's? <laughs> <laughs> now I know, and now I don't miss them. So I always stop, no matter yeah. what. Now, have you always, you're a native Texan, or did you move to Texas? So I've moved away and then moved back. So. Oh, okay. Always stuck. Can't leave the Texas. Yeah. Always come back. Yeah. Damn it. Now I need to make a trip down to Tennessee to get to the closest Bucky's. This is sad. It's a long or, trip. I mean, it is for beaver nuggets. It's a very long trip. <laughs> Just have somebody mail you some. That 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 could be a possibility. Mm, I'm gonna think about that. So, <laughs> so you've how many majors did you end up shooting this year? Um, I ended up, I believe, right at twelve or thirteen. I pulled out of three of them. That's Dude, not. That was about fifteen, sixteen set up for the season. Still a lot. That's. That's a lot of majors, to be honest with you. Yeah, I noticed that now that I like think more about it. I'm like, oh, that's three times or more than what the normal guy does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, I I want to I want to be nice to see some like statistics of how many majors the average serious shooter shoots. Let me see how many that is, and but hey, whatever. No, my theory on that was just hit it hard and get as much experience as I can in my first few years. You I mean, know, which makes sense. You have the free if you have the free time, right? Yeah, luckily I make my own hours, so I can take off when I need to. Yeah, but you know, these guys are my same age as me, but they're fifteen years into it. So I figure the best way to catch up is just gain experience in the actual get actually shooting. Yep. Accuracy by volume, right? Yeah. Seems to work so far. Yeah, for the most part, right? <laughs> can't beat it. Can't lo- can't beat them. Can't join them, right? so what was what would you say would be either your best major or your most i need your best and your worst major which one was it this year Ooh, my, one of my best finishes is probably gonna be area five yeah even yeah, though uh, it was a difficult match right you know I, I really enjoy the hard matches like i know people suffer with them and they're very unpleasant but in the end i really like them i like mm-hmm. a good challenge so i really enjoyed area five even though it was very it's probably top three for me of most difficult matches. So, yeah. How about that? My worst, my worst one, which one was it? 
Um, probably the Oklahoma sectional. And I was able to pull off uh, limited overall. <laughs> oh, so that was early in the season then. Yeah, and this is when I was still shooting irons. And, man, I just – I had, like, ten mics. <laughs> On one stage, right? No, just throughout the match, it was bad. It was just, like, every stage I kept miking. But, thankfully, my speed kept me up and not a lot of heat showed up, I guess. Yeah. It, and it just seems like that's going with limited right now is everyone's leaving limited and going to carry optics or to open – well – I don't know if they're going to open. I think they're probably just going to carry optics or something. Yeah, carry optics is good. I mean, it's a nice balance if you want to go play in open or see if you even like open, I think. And it's not going to – you're not going to buy eight grand gun. You can go buy a $600 gun and go slap with optic and be in it for a rack. Try it yeah. out. If you like it, you like it. I love – like I said, I love irons. I love 40. I hate that it's kind of dying down. Mm-hmm. But times are changing. People – you know, it's easier to see a dot than irons for most folk. Um, I still see irons really well, so it's an advantage for me, I feel. But I made the decision in June to go try against the best, you know. And I feel open still has some of the best shooters in the game versus limited. or Carry Optics is right behind it because a lot of the big guys are headed that way. Yeah, and it just seems like the open shooters, you know, they have made, they've got the best advantages. Of, they got the best guns, the best platform, the best, you know, scoring capabilities, you know. They just And then they're super fucking fast because the gun allows it. Yep, exactly. And then there's carry optics guys who are like, oh, we can go just as fast, but we have to shoot minor points, and it's absolutely freaking ridiculous. Yep. I learned a lot of carry optics now this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that might have been my worst match this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, but it was pretty cool what they did with carry optics nationals, having all that coverage, and they made it like a I cool event. It, the heat was there because, I mean, it's one event, so I think I ended up 107th, I believe. Um, yeah. It wasn't great for me, but I was just shooting too fast, taking too many deltas, Charlies, and I didn't, I didn't understand the math 100 percent this season, like because I never shot minor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the tricky part, right? Minor, minor versus major, and everyone's like, "Well, why are you going to open?" Because I want major power factor. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I want to really occasional delta and not punish too bad for it. Exactly. Yeah, the I want that four point Charlie. <laughs> exactly. It makes a big difference over, you know, I in a five stage match, it's not that big of a deal if you're going fast and you know dropping a few. But when you shoot twenty one stages, it just it adds up to a ton. Oh yeah, it it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help Nothing you at all. Nationals, it was just dropping a little bit here and there every stage, and it just killed me in the end. So yeah. Well, you shot really good at um, race gun nats, though. Well, you came yeah, in my first open nats. I took fiftieth. Yeah, fifth top fifty in the nation, right? And it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, pretty, pretty excited for my first time. So definitely yeah. want to top thirty next year. Hopefully, you're better. That's always the goal. So just beat Trevor. I did it once. I'll do it again. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then you beat Panda. That's that's a hard one, man. Panda's a. I got close at area five, and then he just pulled away at the end there, and then. Even though he was have you guys picked the worst stage to start on. Oh yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> I mean, but at least it was over with, so you didn't have to finish there. I guess it's either the best or the worst, depending on how you feel about it, right? I guess it's better to climb uphill than just drop downhill right at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give away the because you know how everyone's doing the practice score math. They're like, oh, this is what I got to get to not lose. Yeah, and then you, you know that last day, you know how I felt real bad. Mm-hmm. So it turned out I had COVID. <laughs> Oh god. I thought I was just dehydrated because I was like, man, I feel terrible. And then Panda's like, oh, just keep going. I was like, all right. And then I get to the airport and I test and I have COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, I so, mean, it could have been there. the it could have been the hotel you were staying in. I don't know. That's true. Definitely. It was, the, it was a pretty I, I wouldn't say it's a sus hotel, but it was definitely it wasn't on the top of the food chain. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. But it was still good. Pictures on that. I'm not. I don't like to spend my money, especially yeah. on something I'm going to sleep in. So as long as there's no bed bugs or rats, I'm, I'm pretty good. I mean, it was convenient. Like, you were, like, four minutes from the range. So you can, yeah. like, literally roll out of bed, like, 15 minutes to go, got a shirt on, and be like, oh, I'm here. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing in ass, man. I rent this little cabin that's at the RV park at the Speedway. Mm-hmm. And so I can literally walk to the range in 10 minutes. See, there you go. See, that's that's something nice, right? It's just a little shed that they put together and made into a little condo and cost me like 80 bucks a night. 
Yeah, I can't beat that, to be honest with you. For sure. But yeah, so so um, do you have a schedule planned out for next year yet, or are you still looking at it? Um, I know I'm for sure going to shoot Dragon's Cup, uh, Texas State Open right off the bat. I think that's in April, both of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, signed up for, what is it, Area 1. Yep. I'm waiting until next year to squad. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. How, like, I saw you post that poll or that thing on there. What are your opinions? Because I've got my own opinions. So I think it's I think it's fair that residents get first crack at it. I just don't think it was executed correctly. I feel like 30 days is a little ridiculous. If your residents can't sign up for a match in 30 days, mm-hmm. that's, they miss it. Like, that's on them. Um, I feel like possibly if you're going to do that, send the link to residents only let them sign up for a week and then open it to the public. And then it's first come first serve. Right. Or down three quarters of the slots for residents only. And then if they don't fill, then you open it up towards right before the match starts and say, Hey guys, you know, we got 30 spots left over. If y'all who wants to fill it. Yeah. Well, it's really weird is they opened it super early. Like that match isn't until like June Yep. End, of June, end of June and it's like already registrations open but yeah, I agree with you. Weird. <laughs> 30 days is too long I think two weeks would have been fine so either way if like someone was getting waiting to get paid to then sign up for the match like either way you're going to hit those two weeks and yeah keep the link private until you know in, until like you can allow normal people to open up well you know like you know we're so used to signing up for matches so quick that hell I didn't read it I signed up and then I go back and look at it because I couldn't everybody squatting. They're like, Hey, come squat with us. And I'm like, I can't squat. So then I saw that note on there and I'm like, well, hell, I didn't, you know, I didn't see it. That's on me because I didn't read it, but it's not something norm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you could possibly get bumped out if it fills. Right. Kinda, so you've, pay, so you've paid, they've taken your money, but you can't squad yet. Yep. And if I get bumped, I lose the refund fee. <laughs> that. It's a little, it's a little different. Um, yeah. like I said, I don't think it was executed as good as it could have been. Mm-hmm. And not bashing on that club at all, you know. It's I get what they're trying to do. Yeah, but I feel like there could have been a definitely a better way to execute it. So. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I mean it's awesome that yeah. I, I can't remember who says it, but somebody said you know the area matches for the resident of the area, but most of those slots don't get filled by the residents. Maybe the people in that state, sure, but mostly it's the people who are driving anywhere from you know 10 to 6 hours to come shoot the match. Yep, for sure. And everyone's a fun match, so I try yeah. to make it every and this time it's up there so I thought it'd be cool to check it out. Yeah, it's in Minna. No, it's in Montana. Montana or Wyoming or something like that. So it's definitely a different state versus the last few years instead of Idaho or uh Seattle. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're not deep in no man's land. You're not deep in yeah. the enemy territory. You're at least somewhere in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah safe. so are you going to come back to area five or are you going to stay in your home area since they're on the same weekend now uh, i i read partly on that so i probably i'll probably just stick with my area yeah i'm, I'm to go back i think it'd be a fun match but got to support the home area first which i understand and i don't don't beat you up for it but i was just like i found out like two weeks ago it's like i look on practice score just looking up the dates for, for sure for a match. And I'm like, huh? What? what? We were the only match on this weekend. Now there's three matches, area four, area, area five, area four, and uh, the Trident match. I was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy to me that, I mean, there's so many dates and they get to overlap majors like that's pretty weird to me. Yeah. You know, like sectionals overlaying with the nationals, I can understand like that happened in New Mexico sectionals last year. I get that. That's a smaller match, but an area match to fall on another area match i feel like that's just poor planning yeah well and i can understand the point of them not wanting it to be so late in the year before nationals right but in texas or oklahoma or this you know area four it's hot i get it you can only you get you, you want to shoot majors pr- prior to this and after this nope. but it's like i'd be okay with them shooting it in may or something like that or even april yeah but I don't know how the setup time and everything is. And, of course, now there's a new director, Mel, and everything. So there'll be some changes. I'm just not sure what, what will change, of course. 
Yeah, from what it looked like, it, Mel's going to be the match director with Chad, so yeah. you'll get the Chad feel with with the support of Mel. So it'll be it'll, it'll be, be nice. good. Yeah, I mean, Mel's a great guy, and Chad's great. I love his matches. So yep, I'm excited either way. I'll miss Area Five. I'm curious if they make it just as hard or easier. Um, it's that he got good feedback, but he's not going to dumb it down. It's it's still going to be a good match, but he he's going to tweak it a little bit from this year. So. Sure that weekend stage you go bye bye, <laughs> or change up a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's a little different. I'll tell you later, but <laughs> I don't want to ruin the surprise yet. He hasn't released it. We're yeah. we're doing okay on getting stages designed and whatnot already, so we're we're ahead of the curve. So getting it done early, exactly. And you got you, you kind of have to because shit starts as soon as major season starts. You're busy either prepping for your match, prepping for locals, or working fucking matches. Yeah, no shit. And it's like my schedule went from like this down to this because I'm like, eh, I only have so many vacation days. Yeah, this next year I'll be taking it a little easier. I'll, I'll probably only do maybe ten total majors. Yeah. So nice thing around you is there's not there's there's a few closer to home for you, right? Right. You, you know, it's only it's funny because Oklahoma's only six hours to that match. Mm-hmm. If I can go to Oklahoma sectionals, I can go to Area Four, and then I could hit. What other? I think they have one more there usually. Yeah. Or I can go left and you know hit Dragons Cup South. I can hit New Mexico Sectional East. So I mean I have a ton of options where I'm at. You can shoot Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast Championships, USPSA this year, 2023. So that should be in Houston. I might shoot that one then. Yeah. I'll go down and see Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Whoop his ass. Let him let him pick me up from the airport and yeah. take me back. <laughs> exactly right. Stay in his guest room, right? That's right. Yeah, nah, that's pretty... It's always fun to stay with him. I like to scare the shit out of him. His wife and... are recording. I'll scare him. He'll... Yeah. It's pretty fun. I'll and then... send you a video. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then steal his dog, right? Just take his dog with you? Yep. Oh, Nala. Yeah. Yeah, from what I saw, she was having surgery not too long ago. Yeah. She's a baby, girl. <laughs> yeah. Them big old fur babies. Feeds them well. Feeds them well. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, predict. So you're gonna be working for top thirty at nationals next year. I think it's doable. You can go for sure. Especially, you're gonna be a GM by next year. We'll see. I mean, I'm. I don't. I don't care about the you know classification. So whatever happens, happens. Just gotta get. You just gotta set up every major to have enough GM. So when you win the match, you're like, yay, match bump. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I was happy to match bump twice this year. Um, that was kind of nice. I'm, I'd rather match bump than classifier bump. Because you match bumped in open and what, carry optics? I did the open twice. I went bump to A and then, and then master. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sly dog. Yeah, I think Area 4 was the one I bumped to master in right before Nats. Or right, right before, yeah, that's got to be fun, right? Yeah, it took 93%. I was like, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I mean, like I said, I don't really care about classification overall anymore. I just aim for the top. I mean, that's – once you make GM, I mean, you got to beat the, you got to beat the best, and that's Christian, and that's probably not in my books. I don't <laughs> I don't have the time to train, and, you know, he does. So right. if I crack that top 20, top 15 in my best, then I'll be pretty happy with my performances, so. Yeah, and as long as you're happy with your performance, you know, and what you you know you're looking for is the, you know your efficiencies, inefficiencies, what you can do better. So, and, and that's what's the best part about squad with top guys like you get to do is you know you can see how they're saving two seconds on you uh, or something, you know. Exactly. It's a it's you learn more from watching them right then live than taking a class or trying to you know watch them from another stage. So. Yeah. Yeah, especially especially when you can talk beard tips with with other shooters too. It's like, you know, you, they just make you just make them feel jealous with your beard. So I get in their heads a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like Hyder's got a nice beard, but it's shorter than yours. Yeah, it, it works. It works for him. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's a little scraggly here and there, but it works. But he can move those damn feet. That's for damn sure. He's so fast. I when I shot with him over there, I was just like, wow, it's crazy to watch him shoot. Yeah, he had a good time at Nats. It was pretty impressive to watch him. So, yeah, for a while he was leading on one day. 
Yeah, he had the lead on day two, I think, and then fell to like six or something like that the last day. Yeah. Well, and you know, when it's a twenty stage match, right? It's you're gonna takes his one to drop you down. Yeah. One mic, one delta one too many deltas. But from what I noticed at Nationals, the fact was they didn't drop a lot of points. Like nope. the top guys were like right up there, very little mics. I don't feel like it was a hard match. I think it was more based just who executed it right and did mm-hmm. their job instead of it being like a difficult memory match or anything like that. I think they just did a straightforward, hey, just, you know, shoot your skills. Right. Which I, I didn't see Aaron coming out of nowhere and winning. I, I didn't I didn't see I figured it. He top 10. Never thought he'd win it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Great shooter. I just didn't think he had it, you know. Super happy for the guy. He's a super nice guy. But when, when I saw the score, it definitely surprised me. Yeah. Well, he, he the guy who won the match had no mics. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. And his times were right there. I mean, it just it clicked for him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like between him and JJ, it was like point. Wow. Less than point eight. Oh, it's so close. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been happy for any of them to win, honestly. I mean, I like them all that, you know. Whoever puts the best performance wins. I mean, that's just how it goes. Yeah, it is. And it'll be nice to see next year if if he can back it up and go for a double or something. Yeah, you can repeat or Christian comes back or JJ. I mean, you don't – you never know, especially in open, man. It's just Mm – just it depends on who's clicking. So Yeah. I'm just hoping JJ does – I mean, he just won the world shooting production optics. I just hope he doesn't stay the bridesmaid in open, open nationals. Yeah, it's, it's been a trickling effect, so he's been stuck there, which he's so close. I mean, and then to watch him at production, that's get bounced. That sucked because I was staying with my buddy Cameron, and he got bounced that first day, that, that morning, and we text JJ. <laughs> it was like, hey, you know, and he thought he had enough shaved off his safeties or whatever, and then he still got bounced. So, yeah, I think that was a bad look for Beretta, sadly, for being their, you know, their gun for that division. Yeah, well – but in the rule book, it does say remove the safety and put a sh- smaller one. So, oh yeah, what... on the on the production list. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. It sucks to see you know a couple guys get dropped out like that. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, they'll learn. And next, the, they've got that safety removed and thrown in the trash by now. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Live and learn, right? That's how it is. So, or you just I shoot open. Probably ended up like third production. So I mean, it's not like it cost them a championship, but. It still hurts to get bumped open at production nets. Yeah, but he wasn't the only one. There was like 10 of them, I think. Yeah, there's a chunk. Like I said, Cameron, him, and a couple others just off that one safety. So, yeah, all the bread of guys. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for stopping in the middle of this awesome conversation, Mr. Chase Rains, aka the bearded shooter. Anyway. Uh, thanks for stopping. We're going to talk about the awesome sponsors because that's what we do here at the middle in the interview part. We stop for a commercial break like everything else right before we get to the juicy bits. It's commercial time. Anyway, go fast. Don't suck. Go check out Bill at go fast. Don't suck.net. Tell him Manny sent you. He awesome title sponsor the podcast. He does great things for us. So check him out. Don't forget Brian over at Hunter's HD Gold has been providing the best eyewear in the business. He's at any major match pretty much every year. If you need, you know, go find him. He's at a major match near you. Just go find him. Um, hundredshdgold.com um, we've also got dominate defense dominate defense makes the best um, ratchet belts in the business so go and check them out uh, many talks shooting no not many talks shooting many talks 10 will get you 10 percent off uh, your mach 1 speed belt combo order because you need it and it's gonna last four to five times longer than a double alpha premium belt run over to divtechshop.com and go support mr nathan dively and go get the awesome 3D printed mag pouches that he makes that are affordable, colorful, and very effective. Don't forget to use Manny Talks 10 for 10% off your entire order. Um, don't forget to run over to laughandload.com, my friends Tony and Jackie's website of the Pew Time Podcast and Laugh and Load. They've got some awesome shirts for sale, even my shirt, the Manny Talks shooting shirt. So go buy one, pick one up, tell them Manny sent you, move on with your day. You'll love it. Thank me later. Um, we've got Eric Steiner over at rangepanda.com. Fabulous. Him and Johnny are awesome. They print making awesome pistol stands, foam for your cases, all the stuff you need for a press to be accessorized to the best of its ability. So go check them out. Don't forget, you also have to go over to timheronshooting.com and check them out because they're awesome. And Tim's busy training people to be better in shooting. So timheronshooting.com, find them in a class near you, get signed up. 
Um, we've got Chila Custom Gunworks. Are we already there? I think we might be already there. Holy crap. This one flies by. Oh, we've got some more, though. So Chile Custom Gunworks put a grip on your staccato or your Springfield Armory. Then you've also got to make sure to be awesome tactical. And then for your open or limited builds, get Chile Custom Gunworks parts because they're fantastic. Oh, we also can't forget Targets USA because they make the finest steel targetry on the planet. So don't forget to check them out. Jason makes awesome products, innovating and helping PCSL become bigger and better. So go check them out as well. I think we've gotten everybody, if I've forgotten, so I really need to make a list, guys. I'm procrastinating when I do these. So anyway, let's get back to this awesome conversation, Mr. Chase Reigns. So uh, I, I've been thinking about this. I want your opinion on this. What What's your opinion on the limited optics thing? I say let's have it. I mean, why not change it up a little bit? I didn't I didn't read too much into what the rules. I think they're trying to do what major power factor with that. Yeah, they'd pretty much just put a red dot into onto limited guns. I mean, I'm I'm cool with it again. It'll bring some of the guys back that like major scoring mm-hmm. and they can't see, so they left with irons. I don't think it's gonna hurt anything. I mean, carry optics is stacked, open stacked. Limited's kind of dying. I mean, all you're going to do is maybe take away from the irons a little bit more. But, again, it gives the guys with these 40 guns a chance to mill them and slap an optic plate on them and keep using them. Oh, yeah. Once I had... you get irons, what, what good's a 40? I mean, right. they're not yeah. going to go for anything else, but that's what, what we do. Yeah. So. I, I did have this thought. Someone and I was talking at one point. We are like, well – because, you know, everyone's talking about putting the single action on these into carry optics or whatnot. Put them into limited. Put Let them have their red dots on limited guns. But you let them have a red dot with minor or you have irons with 40. So then you're, you're just they're shooting limited. So you bring people back into limited, but you give the red dot and that everything is contained in that one division. So you bring it back. You give them the flavor they want. They can either have major with irons or irons with well, or red dots with minor. That's an interesting take on it for sure. I'd be actually kind of curious to see how that would work out. Yeah. Because, you know, would... people say dots faster or whatever, but I think a proficient iron shooter can beat a good dot shooter. I mean, yeah, you look at, like, Shane Coley or Nils shooting, you know, limited. Like, shit, Nils shooting freaking minor and limited and finally mm-hmm. winning. It's like, it, it can yeah. be done. Yeah, that's it was super, that was impressive. <laughs> yeah, it, he's a beast. He's a freaking... Giraffe, super cool. I was hoping he would have won a world title, but that would have just wrapped up this great year for him. Yeah, he came, what, third in standard? Yeah, which is still really good, don't get me wrong, in a world shoot, but just that would have been the cherry on top to just clean house everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that would be. Do you have ambitions of going to the world shoot? I do. I'd like to go to Africa in 25. I think it'd be really fun. Um, I got to learn more about how to qualify for it, though, and all that stuff. I know it's like one Ipsic Nats and then regular Nats, but I don't have all the details. I got to figure that out. Yeah. It'd be nice. I would, uh, South Africa is like only six hours ahead. So it's not terribly, I, it seems like it's a friendly country to go to otherwise. Yeah, I would, and I'd, I'd take a sponsorship spot if I couldn't earn one. I mean, just to experience it, but I feel like I possibly have a chance to earn a spot. Oh yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. I just got to figure out how it works. <laughs> yeah. Just don't be gone for 21 days. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I'd want to earn it because then I could shoot the main match instead of the backup match or whatever it is, however you want to call it, the pre-match. Oh, is that what happened? He went and shot the pre. He shot the pre-match, so then he was there. Yeah, so he, got, he got. I think he got slot through one of his sponsors, and then they. Uh, so he had to shoot with the. I think the pre-match you call it, and then he worked his booth for that company for uh, the remainder. So. Oh, okay. I was wondering how that worked because yeah. deal for him too. They just were like, "Hey, you want to go to World Shoot?" <laughs> yeah. So, uh, honey, I'm going to world shoot. I, you know what? It'd be hard to turn down that opportunity for sure. So, I don't blame him. I would, you know, of course, make sure your wife is cool with it. But again, yeah. it'd be tough to turn that up. I mean, it's, there just could be divorce papers uh, on the table when he gets home. Let's go for the final goodbye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, nah, they've know. been so long, man. They're strong. I, yeah. You know, but man, you never know. I mean, that ain't my business. So, <laughs> Right. So I do have a question. How did you get hooked up with Ely? Um, so they actually reached out to me, man. Um, when was it? It was about two years ago now. They hit hit me up on Facebook and asked me for my phone number. And then uh, they called me and offered me the position to shoot for them. 
So I was really, you know, honored to get a call from them and be offered that spot. Yeah. Wasn't it a little weird though, not shooting, like you were shooting 40 at the time. So yeah, I was shooting 40 and then I would shoot their nine here and there. Um, and I bought some at one of the Texas matches and I, you know, I didn't really know much about, I knew Ely made 22 and stuff, mm-hmm. but never really looked into them for an actual open or limited. Yeah. So I originally shot production when I first started and that's, I shot some of their production ammo. Yeah. Oh, production is so dead. It was fun at Nats, man. It was, uh, it took me a few, few stages to get used to not shooting open. Switching yeah. To, to the Glock, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's, I find it fun. Yeah, it's it's so weird because you're going back to back to that Glock that you've been shooting for. I love Glocks, man, and I know a lot of people don't like the angles, and I felt the angle this time around. (laughs) Yeah, especially being on those 2011s all year. Yeah, so. Yeah, did now? How'd you feel about that match being with paired with PCC? You know, I think it was an afterthought after they had to move Nat. I feel like it would have definitely served it better to have been limited in production and then PC open. Um, It was just, it was either going to be, we got screwed in production or PCC got screwed with a bunch of short targets and looking at the scores and stuff. I mean, you saw how fast they shot the match. It was just, it was a blazing match for them because, you know, we all know PCC is pretty sweet for that stuff. Oh yeah, it definitely is when they can do the burners and I mean they had to make a reload, so that's always funny to watch a PCC shooter reload. <laughs> yeah, the ones that practice you can tell like no, you know, like Justine and then when they come from shooting normal stuff mm-hmm. or Jalit and then uh or whichever one, yeah, Justine. Yeah. Again. But uh you know, you can see which ones actually practice it and which ones don't, so it's pretty funny to watch. Oh yeah, and but shit, those that she, Justine coming in second behind max is crazy you know that was impressive she's been working her butt off man i mean i'm proud of her too because she's been working hard on that so to finish there that's that's huge mm-hmm. for her. yeah i don't know did did Freilich shoot because i i couldn't remember if... so they had to shoot staff day so they didn't do too hot him and green and all that because they went to go shoot the i think it was the what three gun nets or something like that some other big match was happening red october yeah yeah red october yeah they were shooting Something ak's like yeah so they came and shot through the staff page real quick and then jetted so i don't i wouldn't base that probably on a true performance on their part because we all know how staff day goes oh yeah because there's no one i mean unless you're squatted with all the good guys like you it yeah it never goes well how well you actually shot with staff day yeah so that's great so if i should do shitty on staff that means i'll do better as a competitor I so, mean, I mean, that's... I'm, I'm like next year's format a lot better though with the nationals. So I think they they did a lot better on this one. Yeah, I just wish that Open and PCC wasn't in Talladega again. I don't mind the Talladega. It's a little expensive, but I mean, where else can we have it at this point? <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope. I know my buddies at the Cardinal Center. They're uh, doing some good work at getting that ready for nationals. So. Yeah, I'm hoping it turns out to be as good as they say it's going to be. So I'm excited just to change it up. Mm-hmm. Going to Alabama three times a year is rough. My most thing I'm most excited about is not back to back. Yeah, that you've got time to actually like switch guns. Well, that's it. It's like you know, I went for I had both my guns there, and then it was you know two days some shooting, and my I had to fly home this time, so I literally had no time to touch my. I was putting sights on my Glock as soon as like the night before the match because. I just was, I had to fly back to work for a couple of days, take care of some stuff and then fly right back and start shooting. So I had no yeah. warm up in the Glock. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then shit, you didn't even have your, you didn't even drive your open guns over. Didn't Joseph have them or something? Yeah. Joseph brought all my gear and everything. So he saves me a ton of headache that way. Yeah. Good man. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's got that like mustache. His mustache. Yeah. And his tight shorts. <laughs> I mean, doesn't everyone have tight shorts? Isn't that the point of shooting open too? Is to to show off your butt? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I I don't have any tight shorts, but I mean, we could get you some. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably could. Yeah, I mean, two alpha apparel could get you some nice tight shorts. They they definitely could probably give me some booty shorts. <laughs> booty shorts. I say, these sweaters are comfy, man. I, it's a very nice blue. I mean, that's a really nice color. Very rich, very rich blue. Yeah, 
They came oh. out with a sweater, but I just ordered all four because I didn't want to choose a color. So I got red, white, blue, and black. <laughs> My least favorite color is white because, you know, we touch guns all the time. Your hand, You as a contractor, no. You touch anything. You're getting yeah, the white, color, man. White stays in the closet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But you have you got a complete set. That's the part that, that counts, right? You wanted to set. I'm weird, man. I like to... I, I like to have sets of everything, so yeah. Especially, you know, especially them. I'm gonna support them in the end. They're they're a great sponsor and great people. So, yeah, they are some really cool people. Like, I made that. I made my first order like, like two in the morning because I was like, oh, I got paid. It's not a Friday, and I was like, I'm gonna use this. So they order my crap, and then they're like, hey, the the, the box shows up and it's freaking huge. Like, it's like I ordered like one thing, guys, <laughs> and it Mother had like a man. I love Bobby and Kim. So I met them actually. They used to live over in Odessa. And that's where I met them originally. So yeah. And they moved moved out to Houston and stuff. And then once they opened up the shop, so you know, they got my full support for always. Just because they're good people. I like to support good people. Yeah. And they have some cool products too, like the I think they're calling them the bullet box now. That thing I love bullet box, man. That, that thing's sweet. It is. And I, I was like, I was hesitant about it. It's like, oh, this, it's big, you know, but it holds all your ammo. It can hold your phone. You know, it hold, it, it, you, t do you attach your mag loader to it? I do. Yeah. Cause I'm the way I'll lose that thing so quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I guess, I, and it prevents it from walking away. Yep. Cause you're, unless someone's using 38 super comp, then they'll just load your ammo. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you're like, where'd all my ammo go? Well, you let me use your mag loader. But not my Emma. <laughs> thought it was a give and give. Right. And I like it to fit in my backpack and stuff. So it's it's just easy and convenient, man, honestly. Mm -hmm. I pushed it to the max at Nats and I put, I think I had 850 rounds in it. So it was full of loose ammo. Yeah. But it definitely is awesome. Like they they figured out how to do the lid. The lid's the cool part. So we, I think that's the third rendering we did. The first prototype lid I had, I yeah, we had to make some upgrades to that bad boy. So, but again, yeah. it's a learning process, right? Everything has to be perfected with trial and error. Yeah. Oh, those hoodies do look nice. Yeah. Yep. I got, I got to get me a blue one. The blue's pretty. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to get all kinds of colors, so it's gonna be sweet once the lineup comes out. But again, it's all that testing, make sure the material is gonna be able to hold up to the weight and the heat, the yeah. cold. So. Yep, he, doesn't, he does it right. He doesn't, you know, he's not going to ship out a crappy product just for a color. So, right. Exactly. And we just, what we need to do is just get rid of the little golf clips, get rid of the golf clips that come in the towels and just put carabiners on them. I mean, I agree with that. I always seem to detach them somehow when I'm shooting. Yeah. So. Well, it doesn't like you bump it wrong. It's going to pop open and then like, where's my towel? You should, I, yeah. You know, leave a review, man. Or uh, <laughs> put it as a recommendation. Yeah, I got. I still got to get a hold of him. I, I, I think I reached out and then I, I dropped the ball. I don't know. I or maybe I didn't. I have to look. I need to get them on. I need to get him on. It's on my list of never-ending things to do. So it's over here. I'm on this whiteboard somewhere. Yep. Call somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Message and I don't know. It's so weird talk. Not not necessarily that it's weird, but you, you message somebody on Instagram. They're like, you know, give me your phone number because it's so much easier to text somebody or call them. Be like, hey, you can't lose my number this way. And yep. if they take your Instagram, the messages don't pop up, so you don't ever see it. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, oh shit, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, or or you forget because you read it, and then you're like, oh, it's gone now. Yeah. So that's always the fun part. So yeah, two awful apparel, they're pretty cool. I did. I was a little. Well, I did get mine in red, but I had my, my Manny Talk shooting. It says Manny Talk shooting on it, but it's in red. And then what? What's that young Riley, the guy who travels with you sometimes? This is a blue, right? There you are. Lost you for a minute there. Oh, yeah, you, you yeah, you stopped moving. But yeah. So they came out with the blue they made with the colored ones. Like there's a pink one now and a blue box. Yeah, he's been trying to get as much different styles and colors. So but man, even the quality of clothes is just phenomenal. So mm -hmm. they're not that cheap, crappy t shirts or sweaters. They're actually comfy and you actually want to wear them. <laughs> oh yeah yeah so. especially when you get hoodies that you like that you know two alpha apparel right you could wear that out in public and nobody would know i mean you live in texas so it doesn't matter exactly but like when you've got like x brand you know x gun company brand shirt and you're like 
yeah, I got to go to town today and I don't necessarily need to people knowing like that. I love guns. Exactly. So, yeah. It's not straight across their saying. <laughs> yeah. It's not like shoot them dead or anything. <laughs> right. Right. Or the, what do you, what are those? The grunt style? Yeah. Yeah. Grunt style or any of those shirts that just say you're carrying a gun. <laughs> oh yeah. And I don't understand. I mean, people who put the SIG stickers or the Glock stickers on their trucks, it's like, you're just exactly. asking for you're asking for your truck to get broken into. Yeah, I got nothing on my truck, man. I don't have any stickers, nothing. Just keep it simple. Just need to say soccer mom truck or something like that. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't want anybody breaking my window. You know, I, I don't leave my guns in the car, of course, but I don't want someone breaking my window. <laughs> yeah. What do, what do you even drive anyway? Uh, 2022 Tundra. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So I'd really be pissed if someone broke my window. Let me guess. Is it black or is it white? It's Lunar Rock. Okay, so that's like a gray, I'm assuming. It's a gray-green, changes color or not. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'm okay with that. I, I, I drive a white truck, and I hate it because it picks up all the road contaminants. <laughs> and it's like, I've had nothing but white vehicles, and I just, I was like, I'm done with this. Well, especially story. being in construction, like, right, like the, the thing is like, oh, it's a white truck. It's like, yeah, it's going to rust out in like three years because driving. Yeah, I really ordered a white Tundra, of course. And then when it came in, somebody else ordered that green one. They didn't like the green in the end. Mm-hmm. So I asked them if I could swap them. And I said, sure. Yeah. Right, so. Have you ever thought about wrapping a vehicle? I've thought about it. The closest thing I got to wrapping is I rhino lined one of my welding rigs back when I was a welder. Oh, yeah. I rhino lined the whole truck because it was like a 1990 Ford F350. So. Yeah. God. I wouldn't it think about. Redneck. <laughs> I wouldn't want to think about filling that truck, though. No, hey. diesel F three fifty probably with thirty six forty gallon tank or something. Yeah, it was rough. Extra tank in the back, so it made me a lot of money though. Pipelining yeah. definitely good business back in the day. So. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. But yeah, I just and then there's some people who do those aftermarket gas tanks underneath the bed, so it's like yep. sixty gallons of diesel, and I'm like, oh no, thank you. Just hurts mean, when you clump it. <laughs> road trip would be great because you hardly have to stop, but. Yep. Filling it back up is that's gonna kill you for sure. Quick, quick hundred, couple hundred bucks. Yep, that's where you like get everybody to ride with you and be like, All right, everything in the back, you get your ass up here, pay some money, <laughs> split the bill, split the bill. Yeah, but shit, sometimes the hotels are that pricey too. So it's like, I'm trying to think what match it was, it hotel was just crazy high. Yeah, it was one of the areas, and I was like, Wow. Was it, area, was it area three? It might have been area three that was super high. Yeah. Oh, so you've shot area three for the past couple of years. What did you think of the Matt Hopkins area three? You know, it was fun. It was, I think it was a good match. I missed the gimmick, so honestly, I know people shit on it all the time, but I think it's a nice break from the norm, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I got no problem balancing on a beam or carrying a dummy or whatever. I think it's it's just something different, so it kind of breaks up the whole – prepping for nationals because it's in that middle timeline so it's not really affecting you before you go to nats or anything like that um, yeah. but Hopkins put together good i think a good match mm-hmm. i think it's very positional you know it was a good standard uspsa match yeah it was probably really good prep for Matt nationals because it seemed like they're all the styles were kind of the same yep just yep. A straightforward but just hit your marks mm-hmm. i think it was good i think he did great so yeah, De- definitely a different pace uh, compared to Area 5, right, like two weeks prior. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was a totally – everything at Area 3 was a cakewalk after Area 5, so. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you what, what is matched with Magnus Cup, though. Ever since I shot Magnus Cup my first year, everything's been, easy, like, not yeah. that different. Where was Magnus Cup? Utah. Oh, okay. Was that Sups then? Yeah, I think it was the old Sups range, yeah, before they redid it. But that was that – Ipsic mix with USPSA or whatever JJ had kind of a hand in, I think. Oh yeah, because he was yeah he was running the shop at that time. Yeah, and that was a that was a tough match. And yeah. I ended up going on the torn quad, so that was miserable because all the reports were flush with the ground, so you were literally just flat. <laughs> yeah, that's no fun. Did you shoot any two gun this year? This year I did. I missed out on the. I try to make it once a year to that PCLS. Mm-hmm. match and i missed that this year i had another um 
schedule issue there. Um, yeah. But probably next year I plan on maybe making two or three of those. Mm-hmm. Turn it up a little bit, change it up. So I enjoy shooting shotgun and rifle. So yeah, I just don't want to commit to it full time, like doing three gun specifically again. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I agree with you. I I think the PCSL is pretty cool. Um, lets you dabble in it. You know, seems like it's becoming more popular or less popular. I don't know. They had that really big match. The first match was really really big, and then after that, it's kind of like died down, but. Yeah, the first one was a blast. So I was glad to make it to the first one. I think I took like tenth and practical or whatever it was. Yeah, because you're because you actually shot a rifle, rifle, didn't you? Yeah, Virtus two two three with the ACOG on it. Mm-hmm. Oof! Look at that ACOG, that four power ACOG. That's right. <laughs> Super tech. I mean, God, that that's well, that was a lot of a lot of Marine rifles back in the day. Yep. I mean, they're they they tested and true, man. They work so. Mm-hmm. That rifle's a little too heavy for that kind of stuff, but other than that, it was fun. But that Virtus runs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, are, you were shooting a PCC at some point, weren't you? I doubled a PCC for two gun nats. Um, but Did I'm not. Shoot... Was that was a that... Sig? Was that the Sig option? You shot a Sig or something? It was a, what was it? It was a Berserker from Iron City. Oh, okay. That's right. Those are those really cool Gucci guns. Yeah, they shoot good, man. They're they're nice. I really enjoyed it. I'm just I just can't see myself being PCC shooter. <laughs> yeah. You can borrow one from time to time, but yeah, not as a yeah, like I'll two gun nats and that'll be about my extent of PCC. So Yeah. Well what do you think? Do you think two gun nats should be a hit factor or time plus? I think hit factor would be fun. Like <laughs> keep it the same. Yeah. Keep the rules set keep keep the rules in line as much as they can. Yeah, the best way you can blend it, I guess. I know it's tough with how long the stages run, having to shoot them twice pretty much. So it kind of kills the hit factor, but at the same time, I mean, it's still going to generate who wins the stage. Yeah, I mean, Max has proven he can do it with PCSL, right? Like Exactly. Yeah, and then you got to just be able to position it. But yeah, it seems like this, I think the tradition in two-gun is you, you run the stage one way with a rifle, and then you got to pick the, the, the pistol up where you drop the rifle off and run backwards. Exactly. And that's what it was, is just running it twice. But I found it, I find it fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's different, right? Like I said, I like to throw something in different every once in a while just to kind of shake it up for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I don't mean. I, I wouldn't practice it. Like, I'm not going to go shoot PCC and practice for Nats. I'm just going to show up, do what I do. Right. Just make sure your mags work and they're good. Exactly. So last first time I shot two gun nats, I did borrow a gun from Gatus and just went and shot it. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, didn't he like go? Didn't he go back overseas or something? Yeah, so he sent me that, and we, I just shot it, and I was like, I, I can't. I did really well at the nats. I want to say I took tenth there as well, but I can't remember. Maybe twentieth. Yeah. So it was a good finish for never shooting a PCC at that point. Yeah. Which again, yeah. just like shooting an AR. I mean, there's no difference. It's just less recoil. Yeah, nine mil versus nine mil versus two two three. Yeah, a little, little easier to reload and all that because you're grabbing a thinner mag, but other than that, it's the same basics. Yeah. Are you running all MBX mags or? Um, so I'm running Atlas mags. Yeah. With the yeah. Terran internals and base pods. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm always curious because. So. Yeah, because there's so many freaking magazines out. It seems like for 2011s now, it's ridiculous. I have probably about thirty MBX mags, <laughs> <laughs> right? You gotta have, gotta have one of one of every flavor, right? Yeah, I just keep them all because I rotate stock and buy them on sales, and just I'd rather have them than you know have to rush to try to find one. Yeah, or the fact one day whenever they decide to try to ban magazines, exactly. And then you have like, well, what are you talking about? I have all of these big sticks. Had <laughs> them since twenty twelve. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what are some goals for you for next year? Um, definitely going to be just that top 30, like I said, at Nats. Um, I'd like to top 80, probably carry optics Nats. Uh, I got to make a big decision on the uh, iron Nats. Cause I think I squeaked into the super squad for L10, but I'll probably end up just shooting limited. And then, or I may go out to production. I ain't really decided yet. Yeah. 
the main thing is just stay more consistent. I kind of caught a good stride towards the end of the year and stayed consistent, which changed everything for me. So, mm-hmm. and actually practice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you switch, you know, what you're doing around and you're doing the construction thing, it's kind of hard when you're working all those hours. Yeah. Now that I moved and done with driving every day, because last half first up this year, I was still driving from New Mexico to Texas every morning. So I was driving four hours plus working 12 or 15. So I had no time to breathe. Yeah. Well, at least you're now you're back in Texas. So it's not, not too bad. Yeah. I'm home every night. So it makes it pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, not, you're not racking up hotel points as easy anymore. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. I still got probably about 30 free nights, so we'll, we'll use them up next year. And, and that's a good thing, too, right? You use them up when you go to a match, and you don't ever have to really pay for a hotel. It's That's the only way. You got to you got to be a penny pincher if you're going to shoot a ton of majors, because they are not cheap. <laughs> oh, no, they're definitely not cheap. Even, like, just taking time off work to go, like, to nationals is, like, 1500 bucks, two grand to go. Yep. And then you do that back to back, you know, you rack three grand up real quick, plus loss income if you're not salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can only, you only have so much vacation before you burn it all up too, which, which is the shitty part. But Hey, I mean, we do this because even though we're all amateurs and no one's no a paid professional, a paid professional. Right. I wish I we're all going to keep doing it. We'll find a way to do it. So. Yeah, that's for sure. No, I'll be excited. I'll be, it's a little sad you won't be here at Area 5, though, because I'll be shooting open, but, so I'll just, I'll just beat everybody then. Get Area 5 and come to Area 4? I can't do that. I'm, I can't <laughs> do that when Area 5 is an hour from my house. Yeah, that's tough, yeah. That keeps the cost down for sure. Yeah, it does, especially when you're like, I could sleep in my own bed if I wanted to. The only problem for me, for me, it's a five-day match, and that's like, because day, day and a half for staff, and then... Oh the three days of Friday, Saturday, Sunday for competitors. And you're like, Oh, Sunday is a long day. You're aware. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if I didn't work it, I'd be like, I'd get the devil looks like, what are you doing? Why are you not working this match? I'm like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Is it the same range and everything? I'm guessing. Yeah. Home range. That's the good thing about it. Home field advantage. And it really does. Like, I was like, okay, I shot like an asshole, but it, I didn't feel like it was hard. I just shot like shit. <laughs> it happens. We all have our bad matches for sure. Yeah. But then after that, like, we left some of the, st- we saw for like a while, we left the walls and stuff up. So our next local match was like the week after we shot. We just changed some targets a little bit around and was like, all right, it's like the same match, but not really. But it was, scores were way better. Because I didn't shoot yeah, like an asshole. After Dragon's Cup, we'll just use the stages, change them up a little bit, shoot our local. Yep, and, and that's the thing to do with it too. Because <laughs> if it's not, if it's if it's a private range, essentially, yeah. you can leave it up, and it's no big deal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's perks to having your own range for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I do have a couple questions. We did get some listener questions, and then we'll wrap it up with the last few questions I've got for you, but. <laughs> What is the beard care routine? Oh, so wash it every three days. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, It's called Texas Beard Company. It's a local lady here. She makes it all <laughs> like out of essential oils and stuff. So just clean it every third day, oil it probably once a week, and then just brush it every day. Now, do you use a comb or do you actually like brush it? I use a comb. I have a wood comb. So Okay. It, it is if you don't you're gonna regret it with the tangles it hurts yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i bet a baby bird would love to make a nest inside of your beard yes but you gotta keep them healthy man if not they stink and you know you gotta take care of it yeah definitely got to if you're gonna keep it gotta keep it nice gotta keep the ladies happy That's right or the steiner it. yeah gotta keep gotta keep steiner happy with it so we can play with That's it right. he loves it he only gets to touch it twice a year, so yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> I only go gay twice. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> nah, just kidding. That's pretty funny. But yeah, um, and how long is how long has it been since you've like trimmed the beard up? Mm, I'm at it short, probably. I think seven years. So so. Dedicated. I just I just trim it when I go get a haircut. I'll just cut like quarter inch off, take the any split ends off of it so yeah gotta keep it healthy though i don't even know when i haven't had a beard to be honest with you i can't remember 
probably 2009, 2008. Yeah. So it's just kind of it's, – it's been there my whole life. Yeah. Pu- puber- as soon as puberty hit, beard. Exactly. I haven't had it when I was welding and stuff. You know, folks should always get on to me. But I'm like, if there's a gas leak, I'm out of here. So it really don't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What kind of uh, welding were you uh, – was your expertise? I just do pipeline. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Had an old Lincoln on my truck and just faced it. So, yeah. Out in the Odessa one. heat. Yep. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You know, super hot, but made good money. Can't complain. Yeah. Well, that's true. So, all right. Now we're at the good part. So, we got to help pe- pay the people's bills that help help you out. So, you want to go and plug your sponsors? Yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, Two Alpha Apparel course for supporting me in my matches uh hunter's gold for always giving me the best glasses uh <laughs> alice gun works for their guns rsu for their support we have uh grizzly ears the best ears in the market in my opinion uh revolution brass he always gives me the brass i need every year mm-hmm. Ely ammo Without them, you know, I wouldn't be able to shoot as many majors as possible. And then, of course, Team Motley. He's been there since the beginning. Well, that's awesome. But, yeah, that is always nice to get that kind of support. You know, you got to you know, get, your, get your fancy shirt and make it feel special, right? Because everyone, right. everyone can get a fancy shirt. You feel like NASCAR, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fast. Go fast. Yeah. But, uh, and then, Chase, where can they find you on the Internet? Uh, so I only do Instagram really. So it's at the bearded shooter. Um, I do have Facebook, it's just chase Reigns. I don't really post much there other than Ely brand stuff. So other than that, I'm a pretty private guy, so you won't find much about me. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But yeah, chase, thanks for coming on brother. It's been fun. So I hopefully they learned about it and, uh, thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, it was a blast brother. Appreciate you having me on. Sorry. It took so long to link up. So that's all good. I know you've been busy, so it's no big deal. So listeners, thanks for checking it out. Until next time, get out and do things, and I'll see you on the next one.